Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. And thank you so much for joining me. We are coming, of course, off of the heels of the New York City press conference for one of the biggest fights in boxing, if not the biggest. I'm talking about Errol Spence Jr. versus Terrence Crawford. They met in L.A., then they flew over to New York to have another stare down the fight is finally happening there's trash talk there's also a big mutual respect between each guy and the magnitude of this fight cannot be lost i mean this is the biggest fight in the welterweight division of course all four belts are going to be on the line errol spence has three of them terence crawford has the other one so we always love when we're getting an undisputed champion we're getting that now but at the same time this is a pound for pound fight right Certainly the winner of this fight will be catapulted to the top of the pound-for-pound rankings. It's also a legacy fight, as Errol Spence keeps talking about a throwback fight, right? The ones that they talk about in the barbershop that people have conversations about at the bar. That That's what's on the line for him, right? That that overall legacy. And for Terrence Crawford, we've heard him talk about the man of the era, right? He wants to be this era's Floyd Mayweather, this era's top guy, and this is his opportunity to do that so i think the stakes of this fight are not lost on either men and that's what makes it really exciting both guys want this both guys didn't necessarily have to take it yes there was public pressure yes we wanted this fight for many years but at the same time they could have gotten paydays not as big of a payday but certainly some paydays taking on lesser opponents so i applaud both men for putting this together for talking directly on facetime that was the reports uh for putting this together so i'm gonna get you ready for this fight i was at the press conference in new york yesterday and we have two great interviews coming up first up is Derek james he's the head trainer of errol spence he's also trained many others like anthony joshua now training ryan garcia the charlos an excellent trainer and uh, i'm gonna be speaking to Derek james and i'll also be chatting with one of the hosts of the press conference that is luke thomas he was co-hosting with brian campbell bc for showtime sports morning combat of course he's an expert in combat sports we're going to talk to him about this fight and where it falls in the overall boxing and combat sports landscape so without further ado let's get to my first guest here is the trainer for errol spence jr Derek james i'm karen batia here with Derek james of course trainer to errol spence First of all, I gotta ask about the outfit. This is incredible. You look, you look great, man. You gotta tell me what what, what are you wearing here? This is great. Canali. Obviously, very tailored, custom tailored. Custom, it was custom made Canali, and Bontoni shoes. This man, listen, yeah, all Italian, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you look great. Your fighter looks great. He looks confident out there. The one thing I noticed is that Errol and Terrence are definitely friendly, right? They, they FaceTimed uh, for negotiations. I know Terrence said he texted Errol after the, the press conference. You as a trainer, what, what do you think about that? Your fighter going in there knowing that he's friendly with his opponent. He it's likes okay. his opponent. It's okay. It's okay. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not personal. It's business. And so, listen, he has the ability to separate business from personal. It's cool. It's all good. And in terms of the game plan, I mean, it's so – I'm sure you've been asked this question all week, but it's so hard to prepare for – Terrence Crawford, right? He's a switch hitter. He's got great finishing ability. I mean, I, I know it's hard to put into words, but how, how do you even prepare for, for a fighter like that? Hey, man, you just um, focus on all the possible scenarios. And that's how you base it on. I mean, what are the hypotheticals? What, you know what I mean? So I think he'll be great. I think he'll be better than he's ever been in any other fight. So we just have to be prepared for the first version of himself. I know you've done extremely great work with Errol Spence, obviously the, the huge success in the welterweight division. We know Errol's been through some adversity, the car accident, the eye 
is this the right time for him to get that? Because he looked better than ever, even after the car accident. Is this the best time for him to fight Terrence Crawford? I think that he keeps getting better and better with the better opposition. So when you put him in the ring with better fighters, he's going to keep getting better and better and better. And that's just what it's all about. I mean, like, rising to the occasion, the level of the opposition that he's facing. This fight is going down July 29th. I, I know you've been involved in some huge events. Is this one of the biggest, if not the biggest, fight that, that you'll be training for? No, this is the biggest, man, Un until until after this one, it'll be another big one. So, yeah, they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Each fight I have is, like, the biggest fight. So it's, like, dope, man, to be able to be involved and really to be able to help these young men fulfill their own personal goals and get to the level that they want to get to in life. Derek James, congratulations on Trainer of the Year and best of luck on July 29th. You can hear the confidence there from trainer Derek James, an excellent trainer, and he's going to be leading Errol Spence into battle against the toughest test of their career, of course, against Terrence Bud Crawford, two of the best fighters of this era, both undefeated. It's going down on July 29th on Showtime pay-per-view. I'm definitely very excited for this one. And to continue the excitement and discussion, here is my conversation with Morning Combat host, Luke Thomas. Karambatia here at the official New York Errol Spence first Terrence Crawford press conference here by one of the hosts, Luke Thomas. Luke, this is the big one. The one we so many times in boxing we have to sell a fight and say this is this guy versus this guy, this is why it's interesting. We don't really have to sell this one. Your your thoughts. No, it's um Although it's easy to sell, should you need to do it, right? It's best in welterweight, best in the sport, um, two undefeated guys, um, uh, the most one of the most important divisions in all of boxing, and certainly for the, its history with this particular kind of rivalry. Like um, through welterweight, we get to settle who is best in the sport. Guys who have dynamic styles, guys who are—I mean, there's just so many different levels to how important, how interesting, how fun, and to your point, like we don't have to do a lot of hand-holding about why it's great. Although I will say there's gonna be some folks who don't know, all the boxing hardcores know, so there will be some level of um, education to the masses, but to the point you raised, it's easy easy to sell this one are these guys good is what everyone always asks you how good are these guys they're really good this is a really important fight and i know you obviously cover all combat sports mixed martial arts boxing as well if this fight was in the ufc it probably would have happened a few years ago right and i'm just curious to your thoughts like it's maddening sometimes for boxing fans to finally get the big fight we're finally getting it now but it did take a little bit of time i mean your your thoughts I um, I understand boxing fans' frustrations, but I don't exactly share them. So I will tell you what, man. Uh, as somebody who I have I covered boxing for a while, then I had to change that assignment and go strictly MMA, and now I'm back to both. And um, listen, do you get more of the X versus Y ranked guys in MMA relative to boxing? You do. Uh, but the reality is those guys have very little labor protections. And so it is easier uh, because one company owns roughly 80-85% of all the predominant um, ranked MMA talent. They're able to make those fights much more easily. And like, what I always tell folks is, is, yes, fights like this are hard to make. Like whoever wins is the pound for pound best, the best of their generation, the best in this weight class. I mean, there's really heavy stakes. Those fights are hard to make. And the one thing I always say is I don't expect anyone else to do what I'm doing, but I don't. I gotta be honest with you, I would rather have a sport where as a consumer I have to pay a slight tax 
to get a more uh, a better process where the guys fighting get a bigger cut of pay rather than easy access to everything knowing that when these careers are over um, they may not have a whole lot to show for it I I don't mind a bit of a slower process understanding from the outside looking in it has to be very frustrating for fans to be like Jesus Christ cross the finish line already that's just my personal opinion well, we're, we're finally crossed the finish line in terms of July 29th, Showtime pay-per-view. It's finally coming together. You've been, you were watching these guys in L.A., now obviously in New York. There's clearly a mutual respect there, and there, and there should be based on what every, every, each man has done. Obviously, Crawford undisputed at 140, moving up to 47. We've seen what Spence has done, basically wiped out the division after a car crash, after an eye injury. Um, they've both been incredible. Mentally going into this fight, I know you've seen a lot of fighters prepare for fights. How do you think that plays a factor, knowing that, you respect the guy across the ring from you. I think that uh, for guys at this level, just talking to you know fighters over the years who have reached you know really high um, achievement status, that that respect is not in any way um, super intimidating to them. It's a respect that means okay, how much can I get away with? In other words, if I cross my T's and I dot my eyes. Um, can I still win this? And both of them think that, but they both think that they have to put on those kinds of performances. It's not so much about like, oh my God, can I do it? It's like, I can do it under what conditions? So that respect, I think is, I mean, listen, you don't get to, what was their combined record? 67 and 0. Like these guys know they're not fighting chumps. You're not fighting the Uber driver. You're not, I mean, you're fighting a real guy. And one thing that you mentioned was the respect. We talked to Errol when he came up on stage here. Maybe you got a similar impression talking to him or hearing from him, which is that he was like, listen, I asked him about certain things things you're going to see on tape. And he was like, I've been watching tape on him because I've been a fan of boxing all these years. These guys know each other. I mean, maybe they're getting to know each other a little bit better here through this process. But dude, these guys have been watching each other from afar for a very long time. And so how can you watch Bud Crawford and have anything other than respect for his abilities and vice versa? So it's not going to be a competitive deterrent. I think it's going to be a competitive elevation for guys who are known as hard-nosed competitors. And one last question. I know you got a, a car to catch here. So stylistically with this matchup, uh, we, we talked about what both of these men have done. Crawford is more of like a switch hitter. Spence, obviously, a southpaw. Both have power. Both have really good finishing ability. Um, there's a lot of things both of these guys can do, and it's almost like 1 and 1A, one however you rank it. I'm not going to ask you your official prediction because I know you're working the broadcast, but if however you see this fight playing out stylistically, I mean, what do you envision we see on July 29th? I think the central challenge for the fight is to what extent is a is – we know Spence can put up a little more volume, actually a fair amount more volume. Volume, um, is the question to what extent he can not get that early, but keep that through the middle portion of the rounds. Like to what extent can he mitigate the amount of space behind a guy like Crawford? To what extent can he force Crawford into exchanging? To what extent can he force Crawford to break rhythm and not follow? And to what, to what extent can he delay um, some of the adjustments that you just know are inevitable with a guy like Crawford? It's to me, it's like they keep going back. Spence keeps bringing it up. Derek James keeps bringing it up. Is they're not saying that this is not a skillful contest. It is, but. What they're saying what will ultimately decide it is simply a matter of will. And that will on the Spence side is the constant delivery of punishment over and over and over, knocking on the door. I liken it to the Sentinels in the third matrix. Not a great movie, but that scene where you can just hear them cracking at the walls of Zion. That is that is who um, Spence is. He is constantly drilling down to finally break through. To what extent can uh, a guy like Crawford minimize or mitigate it completely through the middle portions of the round? Because that's going to decide who can make the, la the last push late. I have to congratulate you for bringing this fight back to the Matrix 3. That's very impressive. Not, I should be I should be bringing up something much better as a movie, but there you go. 
Luke Thomas, thank you so much. The fight is going down July 29th on Showtime Pay-Per-View. Appreciate your time. Thank you. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.